This episode of the Golf Gambling Podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is presented by WinBet. Bet $10 at WinBet and get $200 in free bets. Bet big, win bigger with WinBet. Download WinBet app now or visit wynnbet.com and start winning today. And Coors Light, get the mountain cold refreshment delivered straight to your door via Drizzly or Instacart by going to CoorsLight.com slash SGP. That's CoorsLight.com slash SGP. And we're also brought to you by PropSwap, America's marketplace to buy and sell sports bets. Use promo code SGP on your first deposit to receive up to $500 in bonus cash. Head over to PropSwap.com and download the PropSwap app today. And Stable Duel, it's a horse racing DFS app where you can play free and paid games for real cash prizes, and you can win as much as 40K with one entry. So go ahead over to StableDuel.com and get started today. And, of course, do not forget to download the SGPN app, your home for all of our free picks and podcasts. All right, DJs, welcome back. Do a master's recap, and yeah, we're moving on to the next one. But uh, I got this, you boy, Boston Capper. Uh, and uh, no, no Steve tonight, laryngitis. He went down to Augusta. He probably caught COVID plus his laryngitis. He had too much Waffle House. Uh, so we'll bring it on my boy, Brian Kirshner. Brian, what's up, baby? How about you? I'm so happy to to join you tonight for the RBC. Always love doing a, a DFS pod with you. I am starting to, however, think that Steve doesn't like me. This is now three podcasts three I have done with you that Steve has not joined on with. So, you know, I'm glad to, you know, be a shoe-in. Uh, but, you know, Steve, he helped us out at the Masters, so it's okay. But, you know, I'd like to get the gang back together a little bit and get uh, us talking, but it's okay. Good things come to those who wait. That's right. And he sent me an audio clip of what he uh, tried to record for the preview. Buddy, I uh, I mean, you know that, like, 90-year-old aunt you had that smoked, like, Virginia Slims for her entire life? Yeah, that's... Yes, that's, Paul Malls for me, yeah. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah, that's what she... That's what she... That's what Steve sounds like. It's it's pretty bad. So, uh, hopefully, we can get him on for the betting show tomorrow. I don't know how to do a solo betting show. I, I it, it might be a super long show, because if I just start talking to myself, like, who knows what's going to happen. So, uh, I'm really hoping he's going to be back for tomorrow night. So, all right, we can get to the RBC in a minute, but let's... Recap some masters because I know my boy Brian had a fucking great DFS week. He hit his uh, 500 unit mortgage whale play, Lowry and Will Z. Uh, so it must have been a good week. Yeah, no, it, it was a great week. And, you know, I, I've always kind of found that the masters are a little bit easier to handicap, in my opinion, because the cream rises to the top. And you see that with yep. the leaderboards, and there's a lot less variance. And, you know, you get some good numbers on top 20s, and it, it was a great week. And I, I was very, very high on Lowry and Zalatoris, had them in every single lineup. And, you know, they came through both with a top six finish. So I was really happy with my week. Biggest DFS cash ever. So I am yeah. hoping. Congrats, dude. I am hoping we – but it's nice to have a bankroll because, Fuck yeah. you know, I was depositing every single week, and it gets tiring. Oh. And it gets yeah. old. And to finally, you know, build up a bankroll and not have to deposit for a little bit is really great. Yeah, no, absolutely. And here's, here's what you don't do. You don't do, you don't do a capper. You don't fucking just all of a sudden triple what you normally do because that's what leads to trouble. So that's what led to me, right? So like, whatever, my outrights were all fucking burned. My first round leaders all were shit. Uh, but I mean, whatever, my positionals came through okay. My matchups did fine, but I get bored on the weekend if I don't have an outright sweat. So. I start getting cute, firing stuff. Like I went pretty heavy on uh, Cam Smith to go like uh, to shoot one under uh, or one or, or under one and a half on Sunday. 
Uh, same thing with, uh, who else let me down? JT. Yeah, that was super fun. So yeah, I, I just, overall, I, I lost, I lost a little, I got crushed in fucking DFS. I got blanked in DFS, but betting, I lost a little chunk. I've had worse, but if I, if I just had the discipline not to get fucking cute. Yeah. And this is, this is what uh, it's in the master's notes. Chalk hits at the masters. There's yeah. really no denying it. No. Um, at this, Point. The top three guys, Connors, Cam, JT, all made perfect sense. They all finished within the top ten. And it's like, you know, just play him. Another guy, you know, I know that you had your own struggles with him. Cam Champ, play him at the Masters. I don't know what it is. He plays well there yeah. every single year. So, you know, I think going forward, it's not the week to get cute. You know, obviously some guys didn't pan out. But I think for the most part, you know, Play Corey Connors and Cam Smith at the Masters, and you'll probably have a profitable week. Yeah, I would agree with that. And I ate the wrong chalks with Brooks, and, and and guys tried to talk me off of him, but I thought, hey, look, he looked good on the front nine, and then all yeah. of a sudden his putter went fucking ice cold on the back nine, and then uh, Friday was absolute dog shit. So whatever. And who would have thought Xander would have broke all my make-the-fucking-cut parlays? Fuck Xander, just for the record. Like, Yeah. Uh, yeah, so um, done with that dude. You know, I, I know that he's not listening to this, so I'm I'm really surprised Xander didn't turn out just because Nagels has been you know happy recently. You know, I, I'm shocked that you know that didn't turn out. That didn't way. work out. No, it didn't yeah. work out. Yeah. So can we talk about Scotty Scheffler? Yeah, let's do it. So what what are your what are your feelings on it? Like, so I mean, obviously. Um, I was just on Joe Idoni's uh, preferred lines uh, before we got on here, and that's why we had to push it till nine. So he came out and he curb stomped. Everyone, as the world number one, as a world number one should. But I personally, because I like I, like I was talking to a Joe, like I was listening to sports radio today in Boston, and these fucking assholes, first of all, everybody on sports radio in Boston is, is an asshole, right? And now these guys are trying to break down golf, which you clearly know. They don't know anything about. They don't know Cam Smith's name. They said he shit the bed. He can't win. All the golfers are soft. Like, I miss Jack Nicholas type bullshit. And I, I was like shaking, just like getting angry. Like, what are these assholes talking about? I literally turned it off, and I turned it back on, and they were still talking, but I turned it back off again. Um, and they're like, they're breaking his balls for fucking, like, the three-putting on 18. Like, who cares? It doesn't matter. He had a five-shot lead, and it was funny. And they're like, oh, you wouldn't do this, you wouldn't do that. But anyway, so I don't think Scotty is actually good for our sport. And the reason I say that is, is we need, he's a nice guy. Sure, he's good dude, right? But he's milk toast, right? He's not putting asses in the seat. He's not putting eyeballs on the TV. And when you hear the guys who don't grind PGA every day, like make fun of them and say, like, we'll forget Scotty Scheffler won something and like how boring is he to watch? And I don't know what they want, but like we need somebody with a little more personality, I feel like, to be the face of our sport and be the number one. I mean, I guess, but I don't know who that particularly is. I, mean, me I don't think it's like anyone else, really. Like, I just think the fact that Scotty's a humble, nice guy with an interesting swing legitimately gets everything up and down, pounds it off the tee, can stick approach shots. Like, I think that's fun, um, golf to watch. You know, my thing would be is that he's not good for us because he's going to win every fucking tournament and we're not going to be able to hit a fucking outright. I know. I know. I'm going to have to start shifting money away from outrights into, cause I mean, you said it, you put it on Twitter. You were like, seven weeks from now, we're going to be fucking saying there's no way he's going to be able to win seven out of his last nine tournaments. And like, yeah, I mean, is, he's just unflappable. That's the best word I can say. He's unflappable. And, yeah. He doesn't get nervous. He doesn't get anything. I mean, Cam Smith was birdied the first two, 
Nope, he was fine. Chipped in on three. And like, I think he I think was, was noticeably nervous and he talked about it in the morning. He there was no way. He was nervous on the first two holes. And guess what? He made two great pars. And yeah. then he fucking chipped in for chipped birdie. In. It's like, oh, real nervous, Scotty. Like <laughs> yeah, he exactly. really was nervous to win this. So like it was an absolutely unbelievable performance. And it was you know, I'm not gonna, you know, toot my own horn or anything, but Friday night I did a pod and I said, this thing's over. And I yeah. said, people always say, oh, it's not over to the back. I'm like, this thing over. is over. Scotty Scheffler is winning this golf tournament. It's not some guy. Like my main argument was he won last three of his five fucking starts. It's not like he doesn't know how to win. He's yeah. literally the most prolific winner on the PGA tour this year. And you think he's going to blow a four shot lead? I was upset about it because I had so many guys in the mix that if Scotty mm-hmm. Scheffler was an average golfer yeah. and normal tournaments, everyone's kind of bunched up. Yeah. I would be like, I have a real shot to hit an outright this week. Lowry, Salatoris, JT, Cam. Yep. I had that Cam call from December. Yep. yep. And it's just like, oh, no, Scotty's actually superhuman, so you're going to have no shot. But, you know, can't complain about, you know, top ten finishes. It happens, you know, all the time. But it was just frustrating because in a normal tournament, he's not have a four-shot lead on Friday night. You know, no. it's just tough. No. I did the same thing. So I did a, I did a hit for the mothership, the sports game podcast. I came on and they were, like, trying to, like, is there any live outrights that you would take? And I was like, no. <laughs> no. I was like, they're like, what about, I was like, I'm not taking Shane Lowry at a fourth of the number. I already have that. I was like, the only one I could possibly recommend is Cam Smith, who's still at sitting at his same number. I was like, but this is Scotty's tournament to lose. They even said like, Hey, what, what about, uh, minus 115 the field? I was like, I don't like it, but if you want to do it for fun, like, I just don't think it's, I think this is open. People, people in my DMs Friday night, I'll give you two to one on Scotty. Okay. I'll okay. throw a hundred bucks there. Sure. Yeah. No problem. Let's Had a go. couple side bets. So had a little bit of a hedge and. You know, I, you know, I had a pretty large ticket on Cam. First two holes, you know, going oh, into three. Yeah. I'm You're like, excited. oh, my, if this wins, like, this would be unbelievable. Like, it'd be a great call, whatever. And I'm like, Scotty kind of hits it into the shit. I'm even, like, thinking, like, I would hedge a little bit. Like, just a little bit, mm. whatever. Um, And then he just, like he did all week, got everything up and down and fucking chipped in. It, it was unbelievable. And, you know, I heard on a lot of podcasts, there's nowhere for Scotty Scheffler to go but down. He's going to come down to earth. He has the curse of the number one. Everyone said it. And it's just like, uh, you were wrong. And, you know, some of my, of course, casual golf friends are like, like one of my, like the squarest friend I have, like doesn't know anything, but knows enough about it. Because like, Scotty was such a square pick this week. Like, it was so obvious. Everyone was thinking, I'm like, Petey, nobody, nobody bet him. him. Nobody, nobody no bet him. I didn't even think for a second nope. to bet him. Not right. even once. That's why I can't even be mad. Like, I didn't even think about it. Like, yep. eh, whatever. Like, I didn't think about it. I was like, there's no fucking way he's going to do this. And then he went out, and like I said, he curb stomped all of us. Uh, all right, you got anything else uh, on the Masters you want to you wanna talk about? Uh, no, but Cam's going to win next year. So, have so, the majors. Yeah, yeah. going to win next year. I just so here's the deal. So let me ask you this, right? So I mean, number twelve has stolen the soul of many a golfers. I don't think Cam is is in that mold, but you never know, man. You never. It's know. true. I mean, it's just true with speed. I mean, there's just no denying what happened to speed. Yeah. But Molinari, Molinari's soul is still in imprinted there. Yeah, valid. No, it, it's all valid, but. I just I I I've said Cam Smith's gonna win the Masters. He yeah. said it in his post presser, like 
But, you know, kind of transitioning into this week, I think he's the easiest fade on the board. All right, all right. Well, listen, before we get into the obviously average bet, we got to talk about win bet. You guys got to make sure you get down on the wins. $10 to win, $200 promotion, where a $10 bet qualifies you for up to $200 of free bets. Plus, win bet casino is offering 100% deposit bonus up to $1,000. And, of course, don't forget to get involved in their same-game parlays with the win wins own build your bet feature <laughs> so there's so much to choose from and all you have to do is download the win bet app or visit wynnbet.com to go get started today the offer is subject to change terms and conditions at winbet.com must be 21 or older and present in the state where play through win bet is available if you or someone you know has a gambling problem call 1-800-522-4700 and listen uh just in time for the nba playoffs sgpn is giving away 500 in their bracket challenge Completely free to enter. Just go to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash NBA playoffs or hit the contest link in the SGPN app for your chance to win 500 bucks. All right. So, all right. So Cam Smith's your fed. 10K range. Do you like anybody up here? Do you want to play anybody up here? So I was making a couple of lineups uh, before I came on. Um, and, you know, JT, no way I'm paying that price for him. I also, you know, I know this is a DFS show. I'm not betting him under 20 to 1 ever again. It's not worth it to me. Cam Smith, I genuinely think will miss the cut this week. I do not care. I would not put him in any lineup you make. My thing about Cam Smith is it just, it just feels like such a letdown spot for him. And, and last time he was in contention in a really grueling tournament. At TOC, he went on to win. The next week, he went to Sony, very similar course. Of course, he's won at. He's had success on this course, and he missed the cut. I just don't see it with Cam this week to go from that grueling to win the green jacket and have it very close and just kind of throw it away. So Cam's an easy fate. I'm going to play Colin. I'm going to play Colin at Tentu. He was in the final group at this event last year, game like seven on approach, which did not play well on Sunday. I'll give him that. But it's off a top five finish at the Masters. I think Tentu is a very fair price for him. Yeah, so I'm 100% with you. And you said it, right? He was in the last pair. And listen, he was, I, I can't remember how many strokes behind he was a sink. Um, I was actually, I think I was down in like Universal and I was fucking standing in line with the kids like watching it on my fucking phone. And, and I think he just got aggressive. And look, he knows he had to chase. And for Morikawa, it's win or who gives a fuck, right? So he got aggressive and he ended up finishing top 10. I don't remember if it was like eighth or ninth or something like that. Um, but yeah, he was right there in the final grouping. Uh, like you said, great Sunday. Obviously him and fucking Rory just tearing up the fucking course, uh, on Sunday. And look, he's accurate with his driver, right? He's accurate with his three wood. He's gonna hit the fucking fairways. He's gonna hit the small greens with his irons. Call, call it to me is the best play up here. I'd be fine with playing DJ too. He's got a fine course history here. I just feel like playing Amchia psychologist, like DJ doesn't give a fuck about this event. He's only here for sponsors. So uh, yeah, I'm with you. Give me, give me, give me more Cowboy. I'm 100 percent with you with Smith. Yeah, 100 percent, 100 percent fading Smith. Um, like just give Colin a mid iron all day. Like I have no doubt he is just going to pound greens, yeah. put it really close. And you know, I have to be honest, I am a little bit concerned about his putting. I really am. Uh, he does not historically. That's Colin. I know, but he doesn't putt well historically on Bermuda, and he, he did putt not well putt well anywhere. He, but I, it's this is his worst surface, and he did not putt well here last year. I'm hoping he figured some things out, but you know, I'll be in the $200 single entry this week, so 
I think I'm going to start with Colin. I could definitely fit him in, and I, I found a, a nice lineup. So I think okay. I think we're pretty uh, common here. Just I'm going to play Colin and definitely fade Cam Smith. Yeah, I like it. Um, all right, so 9K range. Right, we got some studs in here who played well last week, some guys who didn't play well last week. Uh, I mean, get, just talk to you about it. What, what do you like? Who don't you like? So I have legitimately bet and played in DFS Shane Lowry since the Honda. Yeah. So I am not going to stop now. Right. He has literally never disappointed. And he is just trending towards a win. Like, yeah. I just don't see it any other way. Yeah. Um, And guess what? He has good course history here. He had a ninth place finish last year. He missed the cut in the June rendition of this event. So, you know, we could kind of, we could throw that out easy. And then he has a wave. TPC wave. Throw it right the fuck out. And then he had a third place finish in 2019. And he is just such a complete player right now. Everything is working. He's putting well. He's chitting, uh, chipping well. His approach game is really great. I'm not going to stop playing him. He's never disappointed. Um, and then it's hard to argue against your boy, Corey Connors, this week. What are your thoughts on Corey? So, it's just, I mean, yeah, I mean, how do you not play him? He's in amazing form. He just fucking top 10 in the Masters. And, yeah, I mean, he has a good course history here. You want somebody who's fine off the tee and can put those irons in nice and tight on a small green? That's Corey Connors. And if he can – because the greens are small, he's not going to three-putt. Hopefully, knock on wood, right? <laughs> Two putt par, and and it can make some here or there. He's in great form, man. I mean, his worst yeah. finish was thirty fifth at the Valero, I think, uh, since he missed the cut at Genesis. Yeah, Corey Connors, all fucking, all day. I think he's number one approach in this field too. Yeah, I mean, anytime we get kind of to the shorter plotters, you know, less than driver, keep it in the fairway, have it heavy emphasis on these middle lines. Like you just kind of have to play Corey Connors. Um, I'll definitely have him in. A few lineups, but you know, I, I'm going to be playing a lot of Lowry, um, as always. And then Neiman is super, super interesting here. And I think he's really deserving, um, of a look. You know, he, he really showed up to the test playing with Tiger. He obviously has a win this season. He played well here before. Yeah. And, uh, you know, our boy PGA Town, he got a cameo from him and he said that, uh, Harbor Town is his favorite course on tour. So based uh, on that, you oh, have to play him. Yeah. Have to play him. So, so I was, so I was just talking to him, obviously, and I went super heavy. Once again, I get bored if I don't have an outright live. So I went super heavy on him in a matchup on Sunday because I was like, oh, fucking nice, nice scoring conditions. Neiman can fucking score. He can birdie. Guess what he didn't do on Sunday? Any of that. So I still have a little bitter taste in my mouth. Um, I don't know. I, I'm fine with it. Like, yeah, I'm with you, man. I, I mean, I love Lowry, obviously. Um, spoiler alert, he was like the first guy I bet this morning. Yeah. And, and I'm in a state where I see all you assholes on Twitter, like fucking like 830 in the morning, like fucking, oh, look at the first look odds. And I'm like sc- er- refreshing my phone every 15 minutes until noon or 1230 when they finally release him on the fucking offshore books. Um, what yeah, number did you get? 22. Okay, that's fine. Yeah, that's fine. Yeah, but I'm always afraid. But look, I got well, we can save it for the end. But uh, the um, yeah, I, listen, I love Lowry. Um, I'm fine with Neiman. Wh- what do you think about Spieth? Like three percent ownership. 
as a DFS yeah. play. As a DFS play, three percent. I, I like I don't play DFS like that. Like I know a okay, lot of people do. Like I just don't. I'm not going to play someone purely for the fact that they are under own. I'm going to play the best players that I think are going to play well. I think it's an easy fade. Uh, okay. Really, so, I think I, think I play it like you. I play it like you. So like I said, I get it. Like I like I get it. But. You, you had a little taste of getting cute last week. And yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, uh, oh look, I'm just going to go back to the way I kept doing. What about so, Burger? Burger, look, I mean, he, it makes all the sense in the world. I personally don't think – I don't trust him to win a golf tournament. I don't know. I just do not trust him to win a golf tournament. He but won again, twice last year. Okay. Uh, but I, I just don't – after the Honda, I just – I have a little bit of a sour – I wasn't even on him, but I just – I don't trust him to win, but I, I'm sure he could play well. I really don't think you could go wrong with anybody in this range other than speed. Other than and then, speed? you know, this is – what about Henley? Henley can't so, win a golf tournament. So I don't think I've ever been as confident in a 45-to-1 bet as I am in Russell Henley first-round leader oh, at that. the RBC. Oh, I love that. Love it. Love it's it. happening. Love I, it. I, it is happening. I'm speaking it into existence. I tweeted it first thing this morning. Russell Henley will be your first-round leader. He'll probably finish T32, but... First round leader, Russell Henley, play him in showdown day run. I do not recommend other than that because he always disappoints. Always. Later on in the tournament. But first round leader, I love it. Oh, dude, I love that. I love it. Yeah. So, uh, it was funny. So, uh, he was actually 55 to one on mine. And that was, uh, I got like three first round leader bets down so far just because I want, I got to see the tea times and shit first <laughs> and the weather. Yeah. But. No, the wind looks like it will be up in the afternoon. So yeah. I'm hoping we can get a good, good tea, tea time. time. But yeah, I, well, yeah. like, I'm I'm gonna I'm not throwing ten bucks on it. I'll tell you that. Yeah. yeah. So it was, yeah, it was, yeah. I understand. The um, you, what do you, you got any thoughts on Fitzy? Because uh, Joe really liked him, and I'm not a Fitzy guy. I, uh, me and Steve constantly fight about him. I just don't think he can score enough to actually win a fucking golf tournament. Yeah, I, I think that's a very very valid concern. I do not know if he could get to minus eighteen. Every single thing would have to go his way. And, you know, he's obviously playing really well right now. And, again, like I said, like, I don't really think there's much you could go wrong in this range with because there's just so many talented options and so yeah, many guys um, that are playing well, have good yep. course history. So it's just kind of a, an easy range to, uh, to play here. Yeah. You could, you could even, like, you could really just skip the 10K range if you, yep. unless you have, like, a really strong stance on Morikawa and just grab yeah. two, two guys for the nines, right? Lowry, Connors, yep. and just fucking move on. Yep. Um, yeah. All right. Well, listen, before we jump into the 8K range, uh, listen, do you guys feel like you're always on? I know Brian did last week. That motherfucker was on like 15 podcasts. And, uh, yeah, uh, I mean, look, so, uh, work, friends, family, a million pressing social issues and an expectation to be on for 24 seven. Sometimes you just need a moment to turn off and hit reset. And that's when you reach your Coors Light and it's made to chill. Listen, there's only one beer that's literally made to chill and that's Coors Light. The mountains on the bottles and cans turn blue eat when your beer is cold. That way you always know when it's time to chill. When you need to hit reset, just open up a Coors Light. It's mountain cold refreshment made to chill. And when I need a second to chill for myself, I reach for a beer that's made to chill. Get Coors Light delivered straight to your door with Drizzly or Instacart by going to CoorsLight.com slash SGP. That's CoorsLight.com slash SGP. And remember to always celebrate responsibly. Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. All right, 8K range. This is the range that I feel like I always gets skipped over. It's always super tight. It's probably like, what, how many golfers you got here? Two, four, six, nine guys. Nine guys. Like, I'm not playing fucking, I'm not playing Haddon. I'm not playing Haddon. 
or Billy Horschel. I, I love Haddon. I absolutely love Haddon. Uh, the comments that he made at the end of, uh, at the end of the round where he was just going to come back to the Masters and fucking caddy. Like, I don't want a golfer that has that low of self confidence in himself. Like, moving into the weekend. Like, get the fuck out of here. No, thank you. Billy Horschel's just an asshole and I hate the way he plays. Um, Webb Simpson. I know it's a web course. You play web on web course. I'm not playing 20% Webb Simpson when he hasn't done fucking anything in fucking forever. Fucking top 10 at the RSM. Like, how long ago was that? Thank you. No. Pass on that. HV3, listen, he played fine at the Masters. He's a debutante, got top 25, won overseas, but played well at the Masters, uh, not the Masters, uh, at, uh, at TPC. That's fine. See and, he was, and he was runner up here last year. Yeah. Yeah. I'm fine with it. And his ownership's not crazy. So I think, uh, so are you a Noren guy? This is a guy I can't figure out. I mean, I bet him at like the match play, like I, not, nothing really much more than that. I'm not a huge Noren guy, but I never at one point was this, week was like I need to bet him and play him a draft game. So I really have no interest in him um, yeah, this week. He's he's not someone I'm dying to play. Yeah, like he's he's somebody and his ownership's super high. And like he's just somebody who I can never figure out. Like I see him play and I'm like, yeah, he's fine. Like he just looks like a golfer. Like there's nothing spectacular about him. I'm off of Fleetwood again this week. Like I don't know. Whatever. I'm off. Uh I I'm not bringing up the hate again. I'm just off of him. But I love Kisner. Like I love Kisner and HV3 this week in this range. Uh, depending on how you're going to do your builds. I know he doesn't pop off the stat model or whatever, but this is a Kisner course. He doesn't even have good course history here, but all the corollary courses, he has great course history at. And this guy's been playing well. I mean, he's been playing well. He made the cut at the Masters. Like, I didn't even think he was going to make the cut. Like, there was a pretty ha- there was a pretty decent number on him to miss the cut. Um, yeah, I mean, look, match play, he looked obviously really, really good. Played fine at the Valspar. Top 10 at, at the players. Like, And this is the type of course that he can go out and win at. And he's not going to pop off a model, and his ownership's going to say sub ten. Uh, give me Kisner, man. I, I like I like Kisner on all these, and and HV three just because people don't think he's a winner because they don't count the Saudi win. Yeah, Kisner is, is so interesting this week, and it's really just a matter of just being like, you know, I'm going to hold my nose and not, you know, think of anything, and I'm just going to play him yep. at a Kisner course, you know, at a fair price, at a good number, when he's in, you know, good form. So, I think Kisner, it's just a decision you're going to have to make. I think his ownership will be high. I mean, not a shocker to anyone, but I do think he will be pretty... You think, I mean, right now he's not he's not posted. I mean, look, I know it's Monday night at fucking nine thirty, but I mean, yeah, I think it would be seventeen, eighteen percent. Oh, he's only showing he's showing sub ten right now. I there's no way there's no way my, up, my casual golf my casual golf friends legitimately were like, oh, this is like a shorter like less than driver course, like oh, so Kevin Kisner, like I just think oh, like no. I'm not even kidding. Yeah, no, no, yeah, yeah, two people like I'm not saying that's a reason to not play someone. I really think he can play well. Um, you know, I'm just going to have to see. I, when I made my initial lineup, I, again, like you said, I just skipped this range. I just didn't really have room in the builds, but I think if I start with two 9k guys, I could probably fit in Fleetwood. I, I have, I, I have no problem playing Fleetwood. I mean, he's yeah. just been playing some really, really good golf last four starts, 20th, 22nd, 16th and 14th. Like, I, I don't know. I, I don't see why he couldn't keep it going on this week has a miscut in a top 25. Um, at this event, but he's just ball striking the ball really well right now. So he's probably my favorite AK play. And um, Webb, I think it's, I, I just think the price is too high. And the ownership. He hasn't shown enough. He's going to be 20% owned. Yeah. 
I would say. I would say. I think the only thing that helps him out is that his price, like, should he really be more expensive than Billy Ho and Terrell Haddon? I, I don't think so, but, I'll think you know. But, and look, if the ownership gets to where you think it's going to get, if you think Kisner's going to get to, like, 20% and Fleetwood stays sub-10, that's a perfect pivot. Perfect. Yeah. Perfect pivot. So, any thoughts on uh, on Chris Kirk? I don't know. I just, I just, I'd rather play Mav, I think. Um, Wait, Mav McNeely? Yeah, I'd rather play him. All right, before we get to this argument, uh, we'll... <laughs> let's let let me talk to you guys about Athletic Greens and their AG1 supplement. So what is this stuff? With one delicious scoop of AG1, you're absorbing 75 high-quality vitamins, minerals, whole foods, source, superfoods, probiotics, and adaptogens to help you start your day right. The special blend of ingredients to help your support your gut health, your nervous system, your immune system, your energy, recovery, focus, and aging. All the things, basically, all the things that it sounds like I need to uh, write them since uh, they're sponsoring it. I'm going to need some free samples because I need help on all that shit. Uh, it costs you less than $3 a day, and you're investing in your health, and it's cheaper than your cold brew habit. AG1 supports better sleep quality and recovery, and Athletic Greens has over 7,000 five-star reviews. To make it easy, Athletic Greens is going to give you a free one-year supply of immune-supporting vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. All you have to do is visit athleticgreens.com slash SGP. Again, that's athleticgreens.com slash SGP to take ownership over your health and pick the ultimate daily nutritional insurance. All right, make your case for McNeely. The numbers look really good, and he's been playing well, and he had a week off at the Masters. He gained 5.7 strokes T to green um, at the Valero. Just couldn't putt at all uh around the green game you know does not i'm not loving those numbers that i'm seeing he has not been good around the green in his last three starts um and with these small greens i think that can be a little bit um of a concern but you know people play him at pebble for the small greens i just think he's a golfer that's playing well right now and you know i think this course can can suit his game and he came in fourth year last year so i'm willing to take a chance on him at a, a 79 um, you know, are you the question of the week really is, are you going to play Kevin? Nah, no. you know, no, no. What, what's wrong with Kevin? Nah this week. First of all, he's an asshole. Okay. So that's, that's number one. He, so, so, uh, so I, I got, I got two best friends and one of them's uh, this big Korean dude, right? His name's Tommy and he was at TPC and there's literally no one following Kevin Nah around other than my big Korean friend. And he fucking like, he was an asshole to his wife, who is like my sister. I love fucking Teresa. And he was an asshole to her and him. So from now on, Kevin Nas always dead. I, when he fucking like quad fucking bogeyed, uh, 17 at TPC last year, I was literally cheering my liberum. Fuck Kevin Nas. Stop walking after you putts. I don't care. I don't like him. Whatever. That's it. And, per- and the wrong people thing. are on him this week. Yeah. Oh, wait. Oh, so I, you know what's funny? I don't even know who, who's, who's Sobelkers. No. Oh, nice. Perfect. Who's Anderkirst? Uh, Patrick Hanley. Oh, whatever. No one's playing him. Anymore. Yeah, no one's, no one's <laughs> playing him. And anyway, I like Nah is, I was kind of like debating it this morning and be like, it's kind of a good play. Like, I think it's actually a good play. He, he led the field in approach at the Masters. He's like top five in this field and around the green game. He always plays well at the comp courses. And he hasn't won in a while. And he hasn't won in a while. Yeah. Like, I, mean, I think. I, I get it. Like, I think it really checks out, but I, you know, I'm not above anything. I'm not above the curse. So 
I'm not going to play him. Oh. I would rather bet Kisner outright than nah. Yeah, oh, absolutely. And so now you know that the Sobel curse is more than the Ander curse because I played Brooks last week thinking, well, he was Sobel curse, but Ander curse said he had no chance to win, so that should negate each other. Nope, the Sobel curse is the most effective curse. Yeah, what was up with Brooks last week? Dude, he just, his putters with the shit. Like, too shit. It was bad. Like, like was, this guy almost won the PGA championship, like, hurt. And then he, like, comes <laughs> into the Masters in great form and misses the cut. Like, I know, but you don't like Brooks anyway, so. That's erroneous. It's erroneous, sir. Erroneous on both counts. I like Brooks. I said play him in majors, but I did not have any exposure to him last week, and I feel great about it. All right, so I love Harmon. What do you think about Harmon? No, I, 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 yeah, 100%. I have no problem with Harmon. Um, you know, I think that he's the guy you play on short courses. I think he's the guy you play when short game and putting are really important. And he's been playing well. Miscut at the Masters a little bit. But nobody um, expects him to make the cut at the Masters, even because well, he's, he's a lefty. He's super he literally short. finished top 10 the year before. Yeah, I know, but nobody expected it. Like, he's super, especially when they lengthened the course the way they did. Like, he, he's a guy who can get hot with his putter and around the green. And it's around the green lately. Hang on, let me pull it up. Hasn't been great. Um, yeah, but he gained, he gained 6.7 putting at the Valspar, similar greens. Um, my thing about Harmon is that, like, you know, I literally do not think he can win. Yeah, well, this is, we're talking draft games, not outrights, right? But I just, I just do not think, like, I, I don't know. I, I just. T15, T30, cut, T23, T, T9, last four, last five times out. So at, Whatever, call it ten to thirty percent ownership at this price point. Like he's going to pay off because he yeah. he's going to make birdies. Yeah, I'm just I'm playing Tom Hogan, and Adam Hadwin. Like okay. no question about Hadwin's it. Hadwin's got so much steam. No, he doesn't. Yes, he does. He's all, he's the, I think he's on everyone's outright card. And you know me, I'm not on Twitter like you are. So you tell me if I'm wrong. But everybody who I, I've seen as I've quickly scrolled through on my cigarette breaks today, uh, I see Hadwin all over the fucking place. I mean, he's been playing unbelievable golf, and he's a guy yeah. you play on these shorter plotters courses. He literally has three straight top ten finishes. Oh, I know. Oh, I'm I not know saying I'm not... I didn't bet him sixty six to one. I'm just saying I'm scared of him in DraftKings. That's all I'm yeah. saying. No, <laughs> me too. And you know what? He might be nineteen percent owned, but I don't play DraftKings that way. And if I really think someone's a good play, I'm not just gonna not play him. Like it because. You know, his ownership's gonna be high. You know, right. we saw it last week. And like, BK oh, got the big win and now he's like, fuck it. This is, this is it. This is how we're gonna play. I'm gonna change the game. Chalk but, City, no matter but, what. But Hoagie? <laughs> like, I don't think Hoagie's gonna be that popular. Dude, he's fucking, he's projected to be like fucking 18% owned. It's Tom Hoagie. He's one. He's a we- good wedge player. Fucking, like, he's wild off the tee. It doesn't matter here. Stewart State hit like four fairways in four days when he won last year. It was fucking insane. He'd just make the right miss every time. It was fucking nuts. Yeah, Hoagie, um, I mean, you know, there's obviously a little bit of a, a pebble um, comp, shorter course, small greens, a lot of mid-iron and wedges. And, yeah. you know, he won that tournament. So, you know, at 7,600, you know, I, I'm totally fine um, going there. I, I'm going to go out on a limb and say that he missed the cut um, at the Masters. No, he didn't. He, he made, yeah, the, he made cut. the cut. He made the cut, you know, he's been okay since, um, you know, his win, but I, I just think that it's okay. too much of a course fit 
for me to to pass up on. Right. Um, so he'll he'll, be, he'll probably be in the two hundred dollars single entry, and I got a hundred to one on him this morning. Fine. I mean, I don't hate the hundred to one. You got anybody in the low sevens you like at all? The Gala. Um, I mean, you are um, the Russell Knox whisperer. Yeah, I don't want him this week. Why not? Just don't. I just don't. Like, I just don't. I just don't want him. Like, yeah, he did that first round leader, then he turned back into then he turned back into Russell Knox, right? Like, I mean, so, you got everything you wanted and more. Yeah, I got a first round leader out of him. Like, whatever. Like, like whatever. And he didn't even finish in the top twenty. <laughs> he didn't finish in the top fifty. No way, really? <laughs> yeah, dude. He fucking he sank like a rock. Like he, he was fucking outside of the top fifty. Um, yeah, no, he's a guy who who needs his putter, and I mean, I guess if it's windy, maybe, but I mean, if he's going to be close to ten percent owned, like even at eight, I'd rather go to somebody else who just fucking likes to suck my bank account dry with uh, Munez. Like he's a guy who's got a decent course history here. He's going to be sub six. He's definitely a first round leader bet for me. Um, he's one of the three that I've already put down. Um, I bet him every time just because, uh, because I'm a glutton for goddamn punishment. And, uh, yeah, I mean, look, you want to talk about a guy. He's made fucking five straight cuts. Uh, you know, uh, 33rd at the, at the players. I think he top 25 at API and the Genesis and Phoenix, or he was around there. Um, Yeah, so yeah, yeah, Abunez, he's good tee to green. He's a, he's an all right putter. That's a guy who's not going to close. Um, but at seventy at seventy three hundred, listen, he's just not. Um, he, he had the outright lead. Was it fucking here? I think I had an outright ticket on. I think it might have been here. And he, I he, I don't think so. Wherever he was, he put the fucking tee shot in the bunker, and then he literally hit a shank out of the bunker, like completely right. Like me and my boys out playing half drunk on 16, like get the fuck out of here. Like, and it was the first hole of the day. I was like, no, that ticket's gone. Uh, but listen, I like it for DraftKings. He can score. Um, he's in semi-decent form, like whatever. I'll take him. Yeah, over he's, Russell made, he's made a bunch of cuts. So, I mean, that's always a great reason to use on this podcast. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Come on. That was good. You got me. You, you even, fucking got, like you yeah. got. Oh me. yeah. Did you pay that charity bet? Did you send the money to Wolf's and children yet? I, I didn't I didn't know you gave me a charity. I'll send it. I got money. Right. Oh, I know. I know. It was clearly you were green screening all fucking week. The um I refuse to play EVI based on this fucking stupid mustache. Um yeah, I mean there's not water on the course, which usually makes me get away from EVR, but I just I literally just I can't stand his mustache. I can't. I can't. Like I just can't bet I can't bet or play somewhere like that. What do you think about Danny McCarthy? Anything? Great putter. I mean, yeah. you know, just just an excellent putter. Uh I think he had a, a solid showing. Um, at the Valero, uh, top 20 finish. Uh, he's made a few cuts in a row, but don't play him because of that. And he's putted really well, and he, he putts well on Bermuda. Um, I, I can see it. I can see him finishing uh, T12 this week. I, I really, I really can. Uh, okay. You know, I might fit him into fit him into a few few lineups. So let me ask you something, since you're so much younger than I am. You do you know when when I do that meme? Do you know who that person is? What meme? The meme when I put the audiogram when I confirmed you as a move. Yeah, uh, he's from uh, the Bronx now. Okay, all right, I was just checking. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know how it translates. I'm like a season, like I'm like a pretty like old soul. Like, yeah, yeah, you are. That's fine. And you're off of TikTok. Was it because of the article that I sent you? I mean, I saw some TikTok and it was just talking about how like I literally just, like, sent you a Wall Street Journal yeah. article that said this is what it's doing to your brain. Get the fuck. Yeah, out. it's basically like it just kills your attention span. Yeah, awful. But I did. I didn't download it today. Like I actually feel good about it. And 
there, but it's it's crazy to me how many times a day I was like, oh, let me let me just go on TikTok. I love TikTok, but I yeah. did it. So then I maybe scroll on Twitter a little bit, but I think I'm done. I'm done with TikTok. Like it's not even like I already just today. I feel better. I'm done with TikTok. Um, you know, cut out pot in my life. You know, maybe drinking a little bit left. So I'm just trying to get the brand right. You know. Hey, bud. Listen, you need to get some of those athletic greens, man. That's gonna help you with that. Yeah, I'm I'm gonna get I'm gonna get some. Don't forget promo code SGP. Um, all right. So, all right. So who you, who, who, so I, we, I feel like we just did a bunch of fucking names. So give me two guys that you like out of here that we've already talked about. Two so guys you, in the sevens. Yeah. So you like, you like Hadwin. Yeah. Hadwin and, and Hoagie. Easy. Hadwin and Hoagie. All right. So I'm fine with you on, I, I'm with you on Hadwin. I like Harmon. So I'm going to Harmon and Hadwin. And I'm fine with Munez. You yeah, uh, yep, yeah. I'm fine with, I'm, I'm fine with Sebastian. All right. Well, listen, before we jump into the 6K range, uh, listen, Trade Coffee connects customers to the freshest and best tasting coffee they've ever made at home by partnering with the country's best craft roasters. These are independent businesses from big cities and small towns. Trade customers are truly impactful for those independent roasters, often being the largest source of new growth for them. Uh, I mean, look, I, you guys know uh, I'm from Boston, so I'm a mandatory Dunkin' Donuts guy, uh, but I took advantage of uh, the promo code here, and this is uh, this is some good Goddamn coffee that I make at the house, man. Uh, I go to Dunks uh, almost just out of just habit at this point. Like I would much rather roast at home. Uh, listen, and Trade Coffee sends you freshly roasted beans from sixty of the country's best craft roasters, small businesses who pay farmers fair prices to sustainably source the greatest beans from around the world. Whether your friends call you a coffee snob or you know, <laughs> or you just know it when coffee tastes really perfect, Trade. Real coffee experts personally taste over 450 roasts, so they know exactly what to recommend for you. Because the truth is, what I like and what you like could be totally different. You will like a selection of specific coffees that are different from anyone else's taste. Just answer a couple questions, and you'll get your own personalized variety of coffees delivered fresh to you as often as you like. No gimmicks. Trade delivers a fresh bag of freshly roasted coffee as whole beans are ground however you brew at home and they guarantee you love your first order or they'll replace it for free and they have delivered over 5 million bags of fresh coffee with more than over 750,000 uh, reviews of positive reviews uh, so right now Trade is offering new subscribers a total of $30 off your first order plus free shipping. When you go to drinktrade.com slash SGP, that's over 40 cups of coffee for free. Get started today by taking a quick quiz over at drinktrade.com slash SGP and let Trade find you the coffee you love. That's drinktrade.com slash SGP for $30 off. All right, dumpster diving time. You like anybody in the sixes? So I legitimately... You know I'm a sucker for Satoshi Kodaira. Gotcha. You know yeah. Yeah. Dude, that I love. That's a good. I feel like that's a good play. Like he's okay. He won here. Okay, yeah. and I want to preface this. He got. He went win in his first showing. Seventieth missed cut. Okay, that is not good. I, that is not good. But I, I really don't care. He's literally won on this course, and his best finish this season was at Sony, another yep. shorter positional golf course. Is that? Is a great comp, um, in my opinion. So I mean, I play him every single week. So like, yeah, I'm, I'm gonna play him. Yeah, you can't not. Play, you can't not play him. Can't not play him. And then another guy I like. Um, I'm gonna play Adam Svensson. Yes, uh, let's lot, fucking go. Let's okay. go. A lot of these stats um, are showing that he just plays better on shorter courses. Yeah. Um, and you know, it's a short course this week. Seventh at the Sony. Ninth oh. at the Honda. 
Um, I just think that that's where he kind of makes his head. And, you know, he's just, in my opinion, has too much talent and too much upside um, to be at $6,400. So that's an easy play for me. Mm -hmm. And then, honestly, these guys are all next to each other. But I'm going to go back to – um, Doc Redman. I've, I, I don't feel great about it, but fine. Again, look, it, look, so fine. I mean, if you want to take the Redman route, like he was supposed to be the next best thing. And I know a guy who golfs with him down there and he says he's starting to play a little better. Like, but if you talk to somebody about two years ago, like he was, he was the next best thing, right? Like he was going to be the one who'd start winning and his form's decent now. I'm fine with Redman. That's fine. Yeah, so those are my three uh, favorite. Um, he's played this event before, um, which I like. So yeah, those are that's I. You know, when I was making my lineups, I didn't have to go super deep um, in the sixes. But um, you know, if I want to get uh, two, two, maybe three, like no one's in the tens, maybe like three guys in the nines, and then like Toshi yep. and somebody. I, I think that's a, a decent build that I'm, <laughs> I'm willing to to go with this week. Yeah, I'm 100% with you on Spencer. I fucking love Spencer this week. Um, we, we'll talk about him here in a minute uh, at his number. If everybody likes Hadwin, why don't you like Spencer? Right? I mean, it's basically Hadwin light. Uh, so give me give me Spencer at a huge discount, um, especially in in a betting outright market. And what about old Brant Snedeker? What about Sneds, man? He's I love it. I he's, love it. He's 6,800 bucks. He looks good at Valero. This is a Snedeker course. There's only so many courses that this man can win at this point. And, I mean, why not, dude? A 2% ownership, fucking 6,800 bucks, like a guy who knows how to get around here. Give me give me some Sneds. And what do you think about Damon, man? Or Damon. I, I don't know. How, I never know how to say it. I think it's Damon. So, yeah, whatever it is, right? So, I mean, he's cheap. He's played well here. Um, he plays well at coastal courses. He's a part of the Sea Island Mafia, I think. Uh, so I think he lives over there. It's like, yeah, why not Diamond too? Like, yeah, I like three. I, I like three guys, that, and, and I like I, I like Kadir too. I, I didn't even bother looking at his shit because I knew you were going to talk about him. So I <laughs> didn't even bother looking at his stuff. Uh, but yeah, and what about Harry Higgs, man? Fucking great Masters. Like, why not? Why not Harry Higgs? Sixty six hundred, one percent owned after that showing at the he's, Masters. He's due to disappoint. He's always he's Harry Higgs. He's fucking sixty six hundred. Of, co- of course, he's due to disappoint. Uh, he's not ten grand. I'm just saying. Oh <laughs> um, no, I am with you on Damon. I know Andy really likes him this week. Oh, is Andy big on him? Andy likes him, so I'm like I'm tailing Andy officially on Damon, putting him in the two hundred dollars single entry. So I'm down for Damon uh, this week. He, he looked good in the models, and then my last guy. Um, I mean. Bo Hostler? Oh yeah, fuck yeah. I mean, seriously. Like, like I mean, Stud Valero. Stud. Like, he's just playing really well. Like to yeah. be in like the low sixes, like uh, yeah, I, I'm down. And guess what? Third at Pebble Beach. Another shorter positional. Um, yeah, but is is Pebble really a corollary course though? And listen, I'm not a course guy. Like I let Steve and Andy handle that type of shit, and I just listen to them on that. But I don't think Pebble's like an actual corollary course, right? I mean, it's a it's short just short. Course. It's just short. It, no, but it's short and it has really small grains, and it's mm-hmm. coastal. Mm-hmm. Fair enough. Um, listen, I, once again, I don't claim to be a course guy. Like I just listen to people who know more about that shit than I do. I'm like, okay, that makes sense. No, this is like going <laughs> through this. Like I'm a little bit worried for my bankroll because. Mm-hmm. I feel because you feel like you got the nuts. No, I don't feel like I have the nuts, but I just feel like there's a lot of like easy builds and like I feel like a, a nice sub out of Bo 
to Damon. Like, you don't want to, you know, have all your eggs in one basket with these 6K guys. That's yeah, something like Peters. you always preach. Like, you want to mix it up down there. Um, <laughs> so, 100, 200, like, yeah, whatever. I, I, it's fine. I'm going to I'm gonna spend some money this week. Like, it's not like I, I need Let's go. You got a bankroll now. Let's fucking yeah. go. Not all of it, but some of no, it. Not all of it. I'll, no. I'll put it to I'll put I it to it. a little bit. Yeah. All right, well, listen, before we get to uh, outrights and uh, anything else we want to do, right, listen, there's never enough things to gamble on. The one sport that runs 365 days a year is horse racing. The best part is is there's a new way to play the ponies, especially if you're brand new to the sport. Check out Stable Duel, a daily fantasy-style app where you can play free and paid games all for real cash prizes. You pick your horses, build your stable, and play against others to move up the leaderboard. You can win as much as 40K with one entry. If you don't know anything about horses, you don't need to worry about it. That gives you clear data on which horses to select. Build your best strategy. The app is free to download at StapleTool.com. Multiple games are offered each day with free games weekly at all tracks all over the United States. Get in on the app, create your account, and start building your stables today and fight your friends to play against you or you can play against our stables. You can even follow them in the app and we can compare our own stats. So download StableDuel.com and see how many winners you can pick in the stable and we'll see you in the winner's circle. You play, you race, and you win. And prop swap. Uh, listen, uh, the Masters is over, but we got the NBA finals coming up now. Uh, so there's going to be plenty of opportunities to go ahead and bet NBA, uh, you know, futures NBA championship and prop swap is where you want to do it. They got fantastic features like filtered listed tickets based on the best value, a free activity feed to stay in the know for all the big sales and the red hot tickets and a loyalty reward program that turns your ticket sales into extra bonus cash. And of course, a first deposit match when you use promo code SGP on your first deposit and they will match your deposit up to 500 bucks. So go join the Royal real sports betters on prop swap. That's where America buys and sells sports bets. All right. What I'll write you got down yet. So I threw a hundred bucks on Shane Larry at 27 to one. Love that. Um, that's a, you that's know, a, that's, that's a bigger outright bet for you too, right? Yeah, no, absolutely. Um, but I just feel it. Like, I just really feel it coming. And he's, God damn it, man. So I threw, I threw 50 at 22. So now I'm going to have to go throw another fucking 50 down. I got to match it now. Yeah, I'm down. I, I can, right. I can, yeah. I, 22 is readily available. So yeah, I, okay. I totally recommend it at 22. It was boosted. I think you can get 25 on some books. So I like that. Um, and then I bet had when it's 65. Mm-hmm. So we are yep. lockstep there. Yep. Um, what can go and, wrong? And then, <laughs> and then I bet Hoagie at a hundred. That's all I bet. So like I'm not, you know, I'm gonna kind of see, you know, that kind of leaves me with a lot of room to kind of, of course, add a few guys. But you know, Mav thinking about Kisner, thinking about. So I bet Kiz. I bet Kiz, and I didn't even get the good number. I got him at, I got him at fifty. Right, it That's is fine. what it is. Right, That's so I got fine. kids at fifty. I'm with you with Lowry, um, and God. So, so you're thinking about betting kids? We're already on two of the same bets. So I bet Spencer. I put twenty five bucks down on Spencer at two fifty to one. Yeah, I got four hundred. We're fucked. <laughs> Everyone is betting this four hundred on Spencer. I, well, I don't have four hundred, so I won't bet Kisner. All right, well, don't bet Kisner then. Why, but what happened? What, you know what you're gonna do though. If Kisner happens to win, you're gonna fucking be sick with yourself. Dude, I don't. Kisner's not Just do winning. Do a FOMO. Throw like fucking twenty bucks on it. At least. Am I allowed it. to? Yeah, of course. Because we have like the same card. I love Whatever, it though. I, I, yeah. I love it. I'm I'm happy. Um, 
But uh, Lowry's going to win. Like, I, I don't, you know, whatever. Lowry's winning this week. Like, I'm not. Listen, uh, I hope so, man. But so, I mean, what do we have? We, we haven't had any withdrawals yet. Like, there's got to be some withdrawals coming, right? Like, everyone says this every week. Like, the RBC is always after the Masters. Like, I know. they knew what they were signing up. I know. Only I know. Abe Answer withdrew, and he's literally hurt. I don't yeah. know what's up with him, actually. I don't either. But no, I don't, I don't think anyone's withdrawing. So, I, I, I and like, that's not going to move any of the guys I would want. No, no. Um, but Corey Conn is 25 to 1. Like, yeah. Yeah, that seems like, that seems like a no brand too. But I would, so, like, I, Harmon, 50 to 1. I only threw 10 bucks down just because I wanted to get it because I was afraid it was going to move. It has not moved. Um, I mean, I, I, I'll, I could throw some money on it for you at a better number if you want. Just let me know. I shall. <laughs> I mean, I'm looking at a 66. I don't know if it's better anywhere, but I believe it was high. It was like a hundred. Like when I saw all you assholes on Twitter today and I was like, you, I'm like waiting. I'm like, yes. Cause he's like the first guy, for whatever reason, he's the first guy I thought about when I thought about this course. Um, yesterday, after all my master's bets were fucking trashed, I was like, all right, who, all right, let's move on to RBC. Well, I was like, what are you doing? I'm like, I'm looking at, at next week. She's like, you're sick. I'm like, yeah, no. Um, <laughs> she, yeah, no, but on, like, in all honesty, like, it's a really good field. Like, yeah, oh, it's it, a great it, field. Yeah, no, I, the best I could get is a 66. So his number has come down. There's yeah. sharp action on it. Yeah. Um, you know, you gotta capitalize. Yeah. There's sharp action on Brian Harmon this way. I know. I know. All right, you got any other thoughts, man, before we, uh, before we, before we wrap it up? Uh, yeah, what's up with Rom? No. Fucking, he's Rom. Is he ever gonna win again? Of course he's gonna win again. Don't be stupid. I'm not sure. He's, stop it. Stop it. I don't think Rom will ever win or be in contention again. (laughs) You're so dumb. God damn it. Now I'm going to have to bet him on the next, like, big tournament. You can't say that shit out loud. I'm going to clip this again. I mean, it's clearly a joke. Like, it's not serious. (laughs) No, I know. No, you're right, though. I mean, look, his putter's not good. (laughs) Like, his putter is just not good. Like, it's just not. And him blaming the mud balls is a fucking pussy move. Like, like. Like, it's like when we were kids, the control is broken. No, bro, you just suck at the game. It's not the controller. You, you, you're hitting the X button when you think it's the right time. Did you, did you see what I, I tweeted at that guy on Twitter? What that guy's take about Scotty was? Nah. Okay. So I, again, I said I was a Scotty truther. Okay. I, I like, so last summer I tweeted, um, so I tweeted like, um, something to the effect, I have to say Scotty Sheffler's major record, extremely, Impressive, blah blah blah. Someone commented, "Scotty greater than Hovland," and I said, "One hundred percent." And this guy goes, "Are you serious? Like that ridiculous Hovland? Hovland is a far superior player." I'm like, "Scotty's been way better in majors." Blah blah blah. Yeah. He goes, "I don't think it's close. Hovland with three wins, and while not the best wins, he's shown he's capable." Twenty at one at Mayakoba. How many times has Scotty been near the top of the board in a shit event and not sniffed a win? Scheffler will have a Fino type career. Oh. <laughs> so I quote tweeted it and I said, a Fino type career indeed. Um, you engage so, too much. I like, I can't even read the comments. I like, I, listen, you know me. I'm not, I'm, I'm active enough on Twitter, like, just to be enough. Like, oh, did you see the fucking, did you see Wiley's fucking, uh, yeah, that was funny. That was good. Dude, that was the funniest shit I think 
I've yeah, fucking he's ever funny. read. Wiley's our good friend. Uh, I'm I'm glad he he put that. He he's very creative. And, dude, and I was fucking. I was I was like, and so I had to get up at like the ass crack of dawn this morning to drive my wife to the fucking airport. I got to get up at five, right, and fucking, and then drive my wife to the airport, come back, get the kids off the school and shit, and literally log on to work. And I'm like, oh god, I want to fucking die. And I'm just scrolling through Twitter and I see this thing, and I'm like, I'm like cry laughing at this thing. It was the mo- it, it, it was I loved it. I thought it was fucking absolutely hilarious. But I don't know how you engage with these people on Twitter, man. Some, no, he, he's like a, he's like he's like a known person in the industry. Like, where no, like, not Wiley. I'm talking about like the fucking guy that you. Oh wait, yeah, no, Wiley? he's like oh. a known person. Oh, is he? <laughs> yeah. Oh, he's not just a troll. Okay. No, it was not. Oh. It was he was like very lockstep in that Sheffler sucks. Um, Who thinks Sheffler sucks after that Ryder fucking performance? Like it was before Ryder. Us, but all of us were waiting for him to win for what a year and a half. I don't know. I mean, I like I respect having a take. Like I respect just putting yeah. your thoughts out there and having a take. But when it's that wrong, and you call someone Tony Finau, and he wins the Masters and and three events, it's just like I'm I'm gonna tweet this out. Like I don't yeah. care. Absolutely. Um, but yeah, he said it was all good, so it's fine. I mean, yeah. if 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 I have some, that's why I I don't like to put myself out there with too many. I don't know. I mean, I, it was a bad take. I don't think I could have a take. I don't think I put anything out there that would be like that. I might say a guy might win a tournament, but that's pretty. If you say a guy's not going to win and they win, that's really tough to do. Yeah, that's fair. I'll give you that. That's fine. I mean, look, uh, listen, man, we, we do enough content where we're going to step on our own dick at some point. I mean, it's going to happen. Like, it's just going to happen. Like, it's going to work. Whatever. It's golf's fucking hard. Like, it is what it is. We pick a very difficult sport to handicap. So, yeah, but it's got the best odds. Oh, absolutely, man. You can't tell me. There is no better sweat on a Thursday fucking first round leader sweat and a Sunday sweat. There's so many ways to bet this fucking thing. This is why I fucking fell in love with it, man. I love it. So, all right, Brian, tell people where they can find you, bro. I mean, you are all over the fucking place. No more TikTok. Oh, no no, wait, TikTok. wait, but you made a TikTok for the Masters. Yeah, I made I made a fucking TikTok. Fucking cringy. But go ahead. Fuck you, first and foremost. <laughs> that was, was that not, it was funny. Like, did you Yeah, it's fine. It, I don't know. I just know you and I'm like, oh, I don't know. Man. It was like a hostage video. I was asked to do it for Bleacher Report. Like, all right, I'm done with you um, and this podcast. But yeah, follow me on Twitter. I'm Brian Kirscher. I do Tap and Birdie uh, Tuesdays at 8. And then I put out an article every week for uh, Sports Gambling Podcast Network. It was pretty good last week. Yeah, and, uh, yeah. So, uh, I, I appreciate you having me on, Steve. If you're listening, I love you. Thank you for the master swag. And, uh, I hope you feel better. Take some, uh, some hot tea and some throat lozenges and you'll be good as now. Uh, well, listen, you guys know where to find me, Boston underscore Capper on Twitter. I'll be putting out my best bet article, uh, probably tomorrow, uh, by four. Steve cracks the whip. He's now, uh, the golf editor. I, see, this is what he's doing, Brian. He's just slacking responsibilities. Not showing up on the pod. I'm writing this article now. This is what's happening. He's just slowly transitioning responsibilities is what's going on. Uh, but yeah, listen, uh, RBC Heritage, it's, it's not the Masters. It's still a fucking, it's a fun course to watch and we can still fucking make money. Brian, thanks for coming on, buddy. Love you. And, uh, let's break them fucking books. Let's go. Yeah.